Hey guys, welcome to episode 6 of the podcast. Today we're talking about friendships. I've been really looking forward to talk about this because it's a, a subject that I feel strongly about. I mean, same as all the topics on this podcast, but I feel like friendships are really important, especially as we enter our 20s. A lot of us are like already halfway through our 20s. Um, so yeah, I want to talk about that today. So first things first, as a whole, I feel like we're in this transition phase where a lot of people are still friends with high school people. Some of us aren't. Some of us are meeting new friends in like our higher education degrees or at work. So it's really a transition period. Some friends maybe are still in our lives and they shouldn't be. We've maybe outgrown each other, but it can be hard to let go of people that you've known for a long time. And one issue that I notice a lot that I notice a lot, sorry, <laughs> is that people have a hard time differentiating between like surface friends and actual friends, um, especially right now. So for me, actually, hot take, I think that if you're still friends with your entire same group from high school, there is something wrong there. Like maintaining one or two friends from high school is one thing. But sometimes I see these groups who've been friends since they were 17 and the group has never changed. And they like all date each other and there's always drama. And I'm like, you guys have outgrown each other now and it's time to let go. And to me, those types of friends are not real friends. The friends who are fun to party with, who are fun to go out with, who are fun to drink with, are not necessarily true friends. I feel like as we enter our 20s, Our criteria for friendships have to become more strict. And actually, some people don't even have criteria for friendships other than we have fun together. So I think if you're in that state, it's time that you start having criteria for your friends. Because for me, the friends that I have now, I mean, I've always thought like this, but even more so now, the friends that I make now will eventually be like people in my bridal party, for example, like the girls that I'm friends with. They're going to be the ones in my bridal party. Like it's that serious to me. And if I don't see them there, I'm not going to be friends with them. Another thing I see is like girls who like encourage their girlfriends to like either cheat on their boyfriends or going for another girl's man. Like I cannot stand that. Honestly, if your friend does that, whether you're a guy or a girl, what makes you think he will not find a way to break your trust as well? If he's comfortable doing that to somebody else, what makes you think that he would never do that to you? To me, it's absolutely absurd that you would tolerate that from someone. Because nobody, like, there's nobody on this earth that can tell me that they are okay with being cheated on or they're okay if someone goes for their partner. So why are you either encouraging or turning a blind eye towards your friend doing that? To me, it makes no sense. I feel like we've reached the age now where we have to start being selective about this and we have to start being critical about the character of our friends because they're the ones that are going to be with us forever. If you want kids, they're going to be around your kids. They're going to be around your future partner. Like, it, it's so, so important. And it's a non-negotiable. It's always been for me. But honestly, I could understand how at 16, 17, you don't really give a shit about that. You just want people who are fun to party with. You want people who invite you to parties. Like, I can understand that. But at this age, no. There are people who can be super nice. You can maybe go out with them and they're going to dance with you. And they're going to have so much fun. They're going to be the life of the party. But you have to think about when shit gets down and dirty, are they going to be there for you? Are they going to sacrifice something for you? Are they willing to sacrifice something for you um, or not? So to me, that's important. And that also goes for your partner's friends. I don't feel like people talk about this enough. Your partner's friends are so important. 
and I don't care what you say. I know it sucks to hear, but you are who you hang out with. It does not matter if you don't do something. If you tolerate that from your friends, that says a lot about your character. It really does. And you have to be mindful about who the people you're dating are friends with because that says so much about them. For me personally, I actually had some issues with like the friends that one of my ex-partners would choose. Because to me, the, the friends, some of the friends' characters were like so out of line and so inappropriate. And my ex used to like turn a blind eye to that or excuse it or be like, well, I don't know. I don't, it's not me who's doing it. And I like, I would never understand that. And for a while I was like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe it's, it's, it's a separate entity. It doesn't matter what their friends do, like as long as they don't do it. No, it, it, it ends up showing in your character. And in the end, I realized that it was, it was really a show of that person's character. So please, for the love of God, be strict with the people you keep around, but also the people that your partners keep around. Again, those are the people that they hang out with most other than you and, and their family as well. If I'm not, I don't have a boyfriend currently, but if I'm not with my boyfriend when I have one, I'm with my friends or my family. So my friends are fucking shitty and they encourage me to do shitty things. And that's just not fair to my partner because let's say for girls let's take a girl's perspective because i'm a girl if your man is friends with a bunch of dudes who cheat how come he feels comfortable being around men who cheat why does he feel so comfortable for me personally if i hear about a girl who enjoys sleeping with men who are taken or who cheats on her boyfriend i feel extremely uncomfortable and i feel like i can't trust her and i feel like i can't share anything personal with her so if your man is hanging out with guys who cheat on their girlfriends or their wives why does he feel so comfortable being around them you have to ask yourself that and i don't want to hear there are no exceptions i do not think there are exceptions to this it's really really important to consider and i think by forcing yourself to be more strict personally with your friends you'll feel more comfortable than being strict with who the person you're dating is friends with um because it's really it's, it can be really hard to have standards for yourself if you don't feel like you deserve that actually the the ex that i was talking about earlier had explained to me that like he didn't feel as though he could expect more from his friends because he couldn't offer more like that's not the way he phrased it but in summary that's what it meant you know it was a situation where he was like well who am i to have certain expectations for them when like i'm not any better than them and we had talked about that and that just again comes to show that who you're friends with determines your character Um, when you are confident in yourself and you realize how much you have to offer, you also expect people around you who have that much to offer. Um, I'm going to talk about my friends just to, to show the example of the type of people that I have in my life. So I'm actually going to just talk about all of my friends, my girlfriends mostly, um, but my guy friends as well in order because I've had my girlfriends for many years now. So I'm really happy about that. So first friend that I met, let me see. I have to refer, remember everybody. First friend that I ever met was Flo, who I met in a daycare, actually. We were four years old. So we're going on 20 years of friendship this year. And we actually never went to the same school, except when she did her bachelor's at Miguel while I was there as well. But she was doing everything online. So we never actually were in school together. But we stayed friends the entire time. You know, when we were little, our, par our parents planned like playdates for us and we ended up staying close. Um, so she's my longest friendship. Then I have no friends that I kept from primary school. 
middle school, I met my friend Clara when we were 11, so in fifth grade. And we've been friends ever since. We went to the same, uh, we did the first, like the first, the last two years of middle school in fifth and sixth. And then at the high school, we stayed there as well. It was basically a high school which offered fifth and sixth grade as well. So we did all that together. And then we haven't been in the same school since. And we're still friends. So she would be my second longest friend. Then in high school, I'm still friends with Dahlia. Dahlia and I were actually part of, and I want to talk about this friend group. We're actually part of a four-girl uh, four friend group in high school, which was absolutely amazing. Like me and those three girls had so much fun throughout high school. We were not part of the like popular kids, but we weren't part of like the, the, the kids who talked to nobody either. We're kind of like in the middle, friendly with everybody, but we're always just us four. We didn't go to like house parties until the last year of high school. We would do the silliest shit. We'd like we'd have sleepovers all the time, like for all our birthdays and on the weekends we'd eat a bunch of junk food. We'd go on Omegle. For those of you who don't know what Omegle is, it's like this chat roulette type of thing with video and you can talk from people uh talk to people from all over the world we actually met these two guys from new zealand on there and we that was during the time of like the whip and the nene and we had just spent like hours dancing to that on omegle it was so funny and we used to like blow up some mattresses in our houses and sleep there and it was just so much fun i had the best years of high school with those four girls and i think what made it so fun is that we didn't really care what others thought like we just did our thing us four um, we were friendly to everybody and we just had an amazing time and now I'm only friends with Dahlia not because there was any bad blood just because we simply grew apart and we actually saw each other the four of us recently I think it was during the summer but yeah now I maintain a closer friendship with Dahlia um, but I'm really grateful for that friend group in high school it was really amazing and it, you know what it was funny because there was a lot of drama in some other friend groups at the time but there was once in our group where like me and this other girl were like, I don't even remember why, but we were upset at like Dahlia and the other girl for something. And instead of like fighting or bitching over it, literally one day at lunch, we were like, okay, tomorrow we're bringing a list of things we don't like that the other person does and we're going to talk about it. So we literally all brought a list of things that bothered us from the other people. <laughs> and we just sat down and talked about it. And then after that, everything was better. I honestly, when I look back, I'm so amazed at like our maturity back then because we were like teenagers, right? And we never bitched on each other. We never had these crazy fights. We just literally sat down, listed everything that was wrong, talked about it and solved it in one lunchtime. And then we were fine. We continued being friends. And yeah, so I'm just grateful for those girls. Um, so after high school, there was Sejep. And in Sejep, I met two of my close friends. First, there is Maddie. Uh, who I met in my classes. She was in health sciences like me. She stayed for a year and then she moved to Florida. But uh, before the pandemic, every year I used, to go, I used to go visit her in Florida. And recently she's been coming to Montreal as well. So we stayed close despite the distance. And then there's Emily, who I met actually through a trip to Nepal. She was in another program than I was. So we never saw each other in any classes. We met on this trip, which was like, it was a class actually. So we had one less class during the semester. And then in the summer, we went for three weeks to Nepal. It was one of our humanities class. It was to learn about Hinduism and Buddhism. And we met there and we got closer over the years. And now we're super close. Um, and actually next week I have an episode with Emily coming out. So stay tuned for that. Um, so Emily and then also pause outside of school. I also met Annabelle earlier when I was 14. We met at a club med in Cancun in like the teen club. This it was like this club that organized activities for the teenagers on the resort. And we met there and we stayed friends ever since. And for, for like two or three years, I think we met up on our family trips. 
because we were both in Europe. Um, but I haven't seen her in a while, actually. I haven't seen her in like five years with the pandemic. But we talk uh, regularly, we FaceTime. So that's really awesome. That was one friendship that I made outside of school. So yeah, now we're at Sejep. And then in, um, in 2020, I think. So in the middle of my bachelor's, I met Nessa, who was outside of school again. Basically, it was during the time where BTS was coming to perform in Toronto. And I had posted a story saying I wanted to go, but my friends weren't interested. And so this girl from my high school messaged me and was like, hey, I know this girl who plans on going alone. Do you want me to put you guys in contact? And that was Nessa. So me and Nessa met through a girl from my high school. And we ended up, the concert ended up being canceled. But we went to Toronto together anyways. And since then, we've been back to Toronto to see SZA with Dahlia. And we've hung out a, a few times as well. So I met her in 2020. Oh my God, we're, we're bordering on four years now. That's awesome. And then in my bachelor's, I met Sarah, who I still talk to regularly. She was in my classes. Um, yeah, so we met through school. And so Sarah, we're going on five years now. Oh my God, it goes so fast. And then, yeah, that was bachelor's. Sarah is still my close friend. Now we're in the master's. And actually in the master's, I found it quite difficult to make girlfriends. Um, I don't know if it's because everybody's busy and uh, the older you get, the more your values are, are, are obvious and it's hard to find close friends. But now actually one of my close guy friend started dating with a girl from the friend group emma who i wanted to talk to for so long but we just never had the chance because we didn't have the same class and stuff but ever since i started dating her um we hang out a, a, a bit more and i really really love her so i'm excited to see how that goes that's another thing like for me i'm going to talk about opposite gender friends as well for me when my guy friends and i don't have many true true guy friends to be quite honest um when my guy friends get girlfriends their girlfriends are my priority now not that i start disregarding my guy friends and stuff but out of respect for me not, not only is it essential that i make the girl feel comfortable but also for me opposite gender friends as you age become couple friends so i want to make sure that i have a good relationship with the girlfriend and that we're close and obviously there are times where it could happen that you and the girlfriend just don't get along but that's not my case for now like I get along great with Emma and she becomes a priority now because the way that I see it, when I get a boyfriend, we're going to do stuff as couples together. It's not going to be much of like one-on-one -on -one guy girlfriends anymore. Like I'm not going to hang out as much with Amir one-on-one. -on -one. Amir is her, her boyfriend who's my guy friend. It's going to be couples. It's going to be let's do an activity all four of us together. So for me, when my guy friends start dating girls, it's essential that I make the effort to build a relationship with them. And because I want them in my life as well, especially if like I like them and they're nice to me, it's important. And on that note, I really just don't think that same gender friends are the same as opposite gender friends. I think girls absolutely need girlfriends and guys absolutely need guy friends. And don't get me wrong, like Amir and my other guy friend Sachin, who I'm really close to, have always been there for me. Like they're the ones who came to pick me up when I got broken up with. Like they measured all the way to my ex's house, helped me with my stuff, brought me back to one of their houses and like made me feel better. Like they're super, super caring. They're super well-raised guys, super gentle to all women. And I can never thank them enough for that. And I'm always going to be grateful for them. But it will never be the same as the girls 
that I'm friends with because there are things that you do with your girlfriends that you simply cannot do with your guy friends, such as sleepovers. And oftentimes at sleepovers at 1 a.m., that's when we have the deepest conversations when we share the most. And there's a, a level of closeness that you get with same gender friends for me that you just do not get with opposite gender friends. And I've had deep conversations with my guy friends, like, and don't get me wrong, but again, it's also very difficult to know for sure that the friendships are platonic. And so the, the amount of, I think, friends that you can have of the opposite gender is limited. I'm kind of rambling and I feel like my thoughts are all over the place. But all that to say is I know that it's possible to have opposite gender friends. I have some myself. But as you age, those will eventually become couple friends. You will get a partner of your own and you guys will hang out all four of you. It'll be extremely rare when you get the chance to hang out one-on-one -on -one with your opposite gender friend. Like in the future, I don't foresee me hanging out one-on-one -on -one with Amir that much. Whereas I do see us hanging out with him and Emma or eventually with my boyfriend and I and them too. And I'm using them as an example, but it could be anybody. If you think about married couples, they don't have single opposite gender friends. Like my parents don't and I don't know any married couples who do have that. As you age, they become couple friends. So it's just essential that you prioritize your girlfriends who you'll always be able to hang out with one-on-one -on -one, and you'll, who you'll always have that closeness with. And that obviously you maintain your friendship with your guy friends, but that you put in the effort to befriend their girlfriends as well. And I'm talking about here in the context, again, that the girlfriends are nice to you, are respectful to you. You don't owe anybody respect who's not respectful to you. But I know some fucking girlfriends, like girls who are, are friends with guys who are so fucking shady with the girlfriends. And I hate to see that. I went through that as well, personally, as a girlfriend. I'm not going to get into that, but I would never want to make a girl feel that way. So whether you're a guy or a girlfriend, I mean, no, sorry. <laughs> whether you're a guy or a girl, when your opposite gender friends get into a relationship, I think that it's essential for you to put in effort with that person to be friends with them. Especially at this age, like we're no longer 16. People who are dating someone now may very well end up being with that person in the long term. And it's obviously, it's not a given. Anything can happen, but it's much more likely now than it was at 16. So to me, it's so important that you put in that effort now um, because you're looking at a friendship that could, could last for years. And again, someone who could eventually be at your wedding and your bridal party. So the point that I'm, I'm trying to make today, I think, is that friendships are a lot deeper now. They have a lot more meaning now. And you have to act accordingly. You have to be strict about who you say you're friends with. And I, I'm, there's nothing wrong with surface friends. I have friends right now that I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be friends with them in the long run. And it's not because I don't like them or they don't like me or I'm just friends with them like for the meantime i'm not hoping that the friendship ends but i can just foresee that the friendship is not strong enough that it will last for years and years to come whereas there are others that i know for a fact are like the girlfriends that i have and the, the guy friends that i named so and it's obviously no hard feelings no shade or anything but there are friendships that are just not deep and they're there for fun and they're there temporarily and that's okay but in addition to that you have to have those strong friendships that you will have for years to come. Um, and I think it's also very important to me because I'm an only child. I don't have siblings. I don't have sisters, brothers, 
who are going to be the aunts and uncles of my children, the aunts and uncles of my children and the godmothers and godfathers of my children will be my friends. So I need, and I'm thinking that far, I really am thinking that far. I don't know if this is psycho or if this is normal, but I am thinking about that. And so I want intelligent girls in my life who have strong values and strong morals and who will pick their partners accordingly to be the aunts and uncles of my children. And I don't know if it, it means more to me because I'm an only child. Maybe some people care less about that because they have their brothers and sisters for them there anyway. But I don't have any siblings. Like I have my younger cousin in my family, but other than that, there's nobody my age. So my friends, the girls that I have and the guys that I have are like a chosen family as well in addition to my family, which is essential. So it just means a lot to me to have those standards for them and to make efforts as well with their partners. Um, and it's a different dynamic to me, like your, your girlfriend's boyfriends versus your guy friend's girlfriends. It's like a tongue twister. Um, but unfortunately, I think it's always about the the gender has an impact. I, I don't want to, to make that the center of the, the whole topic, but it, it does have an impact. And there's an understanding that we have within the same gender that you will never have with the opposite gender. And again, there's a closeness that you have that you just can't find, in my opinion, with like opposite gender friends. Um, and that's the harsh, harsh truth. If you disagree, quite frankly, I think you just haven't learned that yet. Um, and that's okay. And that's fine. But yeah. So overall, you know, I think my point is that the meaning of friendship as you enter your 20s or in your 20s really starts to garner more and more importance, more so than it did before. And so in my opinion, it's essential that you're you're selective with who you, you keep in your life. And also that if you have opposite gender friends, that you make a huge effort to include their partner in your in your circle in your life as well to make them feel comfortable because again that could be the person that they're going to stay with in the long term and if you care about if you genuinely care about you know as a girl let's say if you genuinely care about your guy friends you will also genuinely care about the partner that they have um and you will act in a way that like prioritizes her as well that to me that's just a given um, it's very easy, I think, as a girlfriend, girl space friend, to make the actual girlfriend feel shitty. And I don't think any of you should want that. I certainly don't want that. Um, and vice versa, obviously. I always talk about the perspective of a girl because I am a girl. But it's vice versa always. So, prioritizing your girlfriend. Maintaining your guy friendships if you have them as well. But then again, making space for their partners when the time comes. Um... And also being able to realize who, which opposite gender friends are actually friends with you and which opposite gender friends would agree to more if you gave the green light. All right. This is another topic that people like to turn a blind eye to. And we don't talk about it, but I know for a fact there are so many opposite gender friendships where like if one of the people said yes, the other person would agree to doing more, to being more than friends. And people want to turn a blind eye and be like, no, we're just friends. Like, there's nothing there. Like, please. It's obvious. Please be honest with yourself. It's extra important now, again, 
if you're gonna meet your partner and the next partner like personally for me like the next partner that i meet i want them to be the person that i'm gonna stay with in the long run i'm not doing no more of that trial and error shit or else i'm gonna stay single so i do not want any guy friends in my life who would make my potential boyfriend uncomfortable and that's just simple respect it should be a given but it's not so please consider that please be honest with yourself and if you're not sure ask there's no harm in asking but if or if you have a guy friend as a girl you know if you have a guy friend who you like either tell them or if they have a girlfriend be respectful of that and move on like you are in your 20s unless you're younger listening to this but even if you're younger you shouldn't be doing that shit whatever age you are be respectful to the other person it's like those fans who like get angry at celebrities when they have a relationship like you don't you do not actually love that celebrity and want what's best for them if you're angry at their relationship unless it's a toxic relationship obviously i always exclude those scenarios but you are not a real fan if you are angry at your favorite celebrity for being in a relationship that's like toxic that's toxic love and, and it's not true love and same thing goes for if you have a guy friend and you start to be jealous and envious of their girlfriends there's something wrong there maybe you like them but if that's the case distance yourself and leave them alone don't add shit to people's lives don't add drama to people's lives especially again in this age range like these are people that you may end up being friends with in the future as a couple you guys will be able to do activities together and again for me as a as a only child these couples may be involved in my family's life in my children's life in the future so it's essential that you are respectful and you make efforts to create bonds with them and so that's really like the whole goal of this podcast is to talk about how meaningful friendships are at this age and the fact that you should treat them accordingly it'll be better for you overall because you'll feel more well supported and you'll feel like you can trust people more often because you can't necessarily trust those friends who are just there for fun who are just there to have a good party with you i'm not so sure you can trust them with much all right so it'll make you feel better to have a close-knit circle of friends that you know when shit goes down you can rely on them and they can rely on you and to me that makes life 10 times better and at this age either you don't see your friends every day you don't necessarily talk to them every day like for me most of my girlfriends except maybe emily like i do not talk to them every day but when we see each other it's the same like it's the same as if we saw each other yesterday we we got along in the same words there's no awkwardness there's no shyness we laugh together and that's what's beautiful like at this point after so many years there is no like the comfort is there like the comfort could not be greater and there's no awkwardness when we see each other again we don't need to see each other or text each other every day to maintain the friendship because we are so close and that to me is uh just i'm grateful about that actually in and of itself like this is an extreme chance that i have to have so many wonderful friends in my life who i can count on and i really saw the support that i had when i got broken up with like all the friends who like reached out were like you can come sleep over or let's go eat this week so you can you know distract yourself i really saw the importance of my friends i always knew they were important but it really in that moment i was like holy shit like these girls and the two guys that i named are the one who are there for me and they're the ones who have to be prioritized from now on because they're the ones who are going to be there at my highs and my lows at your lows is not going to be the the fucking life of the party no they're not going to be there they're going to be partying understand 
you have to build those strong friendships because the highs and the lows actually get much higher and much lower as you age in my opinion the lows are much lower and the highs are much higher so you want people who are your rocks to be there with you so that's that i wish for everybody to find friendships like mine and i hope a lot of you have those already because they truly make life better and i love my girlfriends and my guy friends i didn't name all my guy friends in this podcast because this was a, a, a big focus on my girlfriends but i i'm grateful for all of them and i am very lucky and i hope that this podcast could have helped you you know evaluate your situation a little bit and see like what the people are like around you and maybe reevaluate and i'm not saying to just like block people and be like we're not friends anymore but then if you're looking at your friends around you and you're like well these people are not really that serious or like their morals don't align with my align with mine maybe you can distance yourself slowly but surely and then put yourself in spaces where there may be like-minded individuals that you want to be friends with and put yourself out there and that's a challenge but it's rewarding um putting yourself out there out of your comfort zone could be another topic later on who knows but anyways i think that's it for today i think i've said all that i wanted to say on friendships i hope this helps some of you and thank you once again for listening to me ramble about a topic that i love um and see you next week bye <laughs>